Hey friends, welcome back to Moonshot Entrepreneur. I'm back from beautiful California and it's great, but the weather really sucks here. I'm looking out and it's raining and raining and raining. Everything is gray, cold wind. So you can imagine the shock I had when I came back, right? But I had a truly great time over in California. Um, the best time ever actually at the Santa Monica Beach. So um, I can really recommend any one of you to go there and to chill out. If you ever get the chance, go find yourself a beach and just soak up the sun, enjoy the weather, enjoy the water. Um, yeah, so today we are back home now and I want to share with you uh, an episode which has been on my heart for quite a while. In fact, I have asked around in the Facebook group what you would like to hear about. And some people have said that they would like to hear more about, you know, the financial side of the entrepreneur life and especially what to do if your spouse is standing in the way or at least not that much into your idea as you are. So um, it's a tough act, you know, to, to balance entrepreneur life, your corporate life if you're still working, your family, your friends, your everything. And it's really even harder if resentment and bitterness come in or even if you get a hard no from your spouse, that can be a real showstopper, right? So today's episode will be about that and how to deal with a situation like that. And I'll share with you three things to consider, which I had to consider for myself because, hey, I've been there too, as well as many others before me and after me. So it's normal in one sense to um, really have discussions around certain topics, especially around entrepreneurship. If you're taking a financial risk, if you're taking a career risk, that's part of life. So I can't wait to speak to you about this. So let's get started. Hey friends, welcome to Moonshot Entrepreneur. This is the place where we partner with God to build His custom design calling for our life. In this podcast, you'll get laser focused on aligning your life with God and you will learn the strategies to implement true change. Along with that, you will also learn to create the time and income for the amazing dreams God has for you. Sounds like a moonshot? Well, set your expectations high, because when we dare to partner with God, anything is possible. I promise you that we're going to have a ton of fun on this journey together. So grab your notebook and pen and pursue with me your God-led life transformation. Let's go. Oh, friends, it's so good to be back. And to be honest, I was just thinking as I was putting on my headset to record this episode for you, how much I miss this. Um, it's actually quite fun to do this podcasting and to be able to share um, whatever I know with you guys and to find out that, yeah, it's helping someone. People are able to ask the questions and to um, really find answers in the process and hopefully make headway in their life. And you know, that's always a, a big, big encouragement for me to see that people in the 
Facebook group are really active. So by the way, if you are not part of the Facebook group, make sure you become part of it. Go to facebook.com slash groups, type in moonshot entrepreneur and just um, hit the request button or the join to the join button. I don't know what the button is called, but you will figure it out, I'm sure. So just hit the button and make sure you become part of the great community over there. And it's it's really fun to read comments or to read what people really care about. So um, I've been looking forward to doing this episode, but somehow I, I didn't have the time to do it before I went to California for my studies. Um, but I've been thinking about this quite a bit and I'm about to share with you three things that you need to consider if you feel your spouse is standing in the way. And here is where I'm coming from. I mean, I've also had situations um, where I was so fired up about my idea and my spouse was like, really? Is this your idea? Is this what we are going to do? Is this what you have worked for all the time? And there are really some interesting conversations uh, that we had, uh, which I will share during the course of this episode. But I want you to know that this is somehow part of the process. If you are not living in a vacuum and without a spouse, without a partner, um, you are likely to run into some questions and some maybe sometimes even tough conversations. And it really depends. And of course, we all want to be supported. And I'm sure your spouse is supporting you in general, but just has a few questions um, regarding your decision to be an entrepreneur. And that is especially true if you're still working and uh, sort of trying to make your transition into self-employment. Because at the, at the end of the day, let's be honest, it can be quite scary and it can be quite a big leap. But you know what I learned over in California, in beautiful California? Um, I need to share this with you. I used to um, use Uber quite a bit while I was there. And it was for me the first time, to be honest. Um, it's not very popular over here in Switzerland. Part of it, uh, the reason of that is that the legislation is, is really... Um, yeah, it's it's really not in favor. If if you if you want to read more about that, go read and 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 knock yourselves off over reading um, why Uber is not thriving over here in Switzerland. Part of it, it the reason for that is that um, you have to be employed by Uber to be able to do that. So. Um, yeah, I'm not going into detail about that. But why did I even mention it to, to get back to the topic? Sorry for going off board here. Um, is I spoke to several Uber drivers and we got into discussions so easily. So I was really amazed at um, the cultural difference of Switzerland and the cultural difference of America. It's really unusual for uh, Swiss people just to talk to each other just like that when they meet each other randomly. Yes, you might exchange a few uh, nice comments or compliments, but then that's it. Nobody is going to go into detail about their life uh, just with a random person on the street. But this has been completely different for the people in America, and I was really amazed by that. And after a while, I, I got accustomed to it. So I, I made it a, a fun thing to, to really talk to my Uber drivers. 
And here's the thing. Many of them were um, people who were trying to transition into self-employment. There were people who were trying to find their way into entrepreneurship. And that was so interesting, especially as our topic for our studies, for my studies, which I attended over there in America, was also entrepreneurship besides other things and startups and, and just the general vibe of taking a risk and a leap of faith. So that was really interesting. And being an entrepreneur often has to do with taking a risk, but it, that also entails that you take a calculated risk and not just blindly jump into the next best thing. Because if you're doing that, you're not going to be an entrepreneur for too long. So um, today's topic is going to be around that. What do you do if you have that entrepreneurial spirit or if you have that urge in your heart to, to really go all in into a, a completely new direction, which has nothing to do with your career, which has nothing to do with what you've done so far. Um, and you try to share this idea with your spouse and you find that they are like, meh. Yeah, not so on board for that. So what do you do? I've been there too, as I've mentioned, because for me, it was like one day I woke up, I had this amazing uh, prayer session. And after that, I felt like I'm going to be an entrepreneur. And the more I thought about it, the more I wanted it. And I've been sitting on that thought for quite a while and after some time, I, I just jumped out with the news to my husband and I really shocked him. I think I really shocked him. And he was like, okay, you want to be an entrepreneur? Um, good for you. Uh, but what do you mean by that? Do you have an idea? And I was like, no, I'm just fed up with corporate. And he was like, okay, but don't you think you need an idea to be an entrepreneur? And I was like, yeah, but I do that for a living, right? I work, I work for corporate. I find ideas for them. So it won't be that tough to find an idea for myself that will work. I know how to do this. And I was like full on and full in. And he was like, you are going too fast, girl. This can't be it. You have to think, think things through. And so... Um, that, that was really an interesting conversation we had. And at that time, I didn't like the conversation because I felt that he's not supporting me. Um, but then I discovered that there are actually um, some more things I need to get, consider. And here are the things that I discovered over time that I want to share with you. I didn't know it at the time, but now if I would do it all over again, or if I would hand down an advice to my best friend or to my daughter, I would really recommend to, to um, consider these three things as you try to win the support of your spouse over your entrepreneurship. So are you ready? Here they come. Number one. When you break the news, do not expect an immediate yes. If you break, when, when you break the news, don't expect an immediate yes. And that's, I mean, that's such a simple no-brainers. But sometimes, you know, we are so much in the, in the so fired up and so much, um, how do you say, we are just champions of our own idea that we think that everyone else should be on board 100% without any questions 
to be asked. And chances are that you have been sitting on the idea for some time, that you have been sitting on your frustration and all your thoughts for some time. But um, it's it's an easy thing then to to think or an easy trap to think that he or, or she is standing in the way. But, you know, it, it would be wrong to think that life would be so much easier without your spouse or to think that they're so slow to understand because at the end of the day, they are not. You would also like to get a heads up when your spouse is going to take such a groundbreaking um, change in their life, right? Yes, we can say that it's their decision what they want to do for their career, but at the end of the day, you are also going to be affected as their spouse. And if you have children, they too are going to be affected. So at the end of the day, I want you to remember the calling you have on your life. It might not just be to be an entrepreneur, but also to be a wife, um, to to honor the promise you have made to love them. And so it's really important that we sometimes just change the perspective and that we really give enough time for our spouse to think through their hesitations, to talk through their hesitations. Um, And just don't jump into questioning them as to why they are coming up with a question like that. You really have to be patient and allow the time to, to think and to sit on the idea in order to be comfortable with it, right? And at the end of the day, you also have to think about what you do if your spouse is really not on board with this. What if they never, ever are going to give you a green light for it? Are you going to go through with it anyway? I mean, is it worth it? Or are you going to accept the signals of hesitation and going to really think through um, certain aspects of your entrepreneurship, which might be really rushed at the moment. So this is something I want you to think about. Don't wreck your marriage over this situation, right? But give it time, um, be considerate, and and try to really accept the questions they have and to answer them in a in an honest and and good way. And, and not just, you know, brush over their feelings. So that is the, the number one tip I have here. The second tip I have is to really make space for serious money talk. Make space for serious money talk. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is um, you might often go into details of how your idea works. Like, for example, you say you, you are going to be the next, uh, what's the author of Harry Potter called? I forgot. I forgot, but doesn't matter. You know, you're going to be the next children's book author, or you're going to be the next Michael Jordan of who knows what. So you are really convinced about your idea and you might talk about your idea all day long, but at the end of the day, you also need to sit down and go and do the math. Do you have a business model that works? And how can you validate if your business model will ever work? I mean, on paper, everything looks good. Do you have um, spoken? Have you spoken to to your potential um, buyers? Have you spoken to your potential audience? Are you offering them even something they want? 
Or are you just doing something because you think that this is something they really need? What is the data that supports you into thinking that you can make money out of it? And I get it. I mean, often it's just a bet, right? In the, especially in the beginning, it's really just a bet. But on the other hand, you also have to be a bit realistic and accept that you might have to have, take, yeah, really pull your weight too. You might have a contribution to make to your home, uh, be it monetary, be it in other ways. Um, and you might have to make sure that together you and your spouse will figure out how to feed your family or how to pay off the mortgage or uh, how to pay the next medical bill, right? So consider that your spouse is always a co-investor in your business. Your spouse might not be a co-investor on the paper, but in reality they are because if they are not going to be all in if they are not going to support you with their time with the chores around the house and with you know making sure that there is a steady income while you are trying to make this work then this company is not likely to work out and so always consider that your spouse is a co-investor in this business only because they are invested in you um, are you able to, to do this? So allow your spouse to also ask some tough questions and allow to think through these questions. Allow yourself to think through these questions. Ask yourself what wisdom they bring to the table because you will always be on fire. But it's also so important to um, allow your spouse to ask hard questions because only that way you will ever be able to to grow right i mean that's exactly the way you are able to grow and maybe the tough conversations you have with your spouse prepare you for tough conversations you're going to have down the road with other investors who are going to invest money into your business so allow some space for money talk and then number three tip number three is don't forget to shepherd your home. Don't forget to shepherd your home. Now you might wonder, what does this have to do with my spouse supporting me? I mean, maybe you lack to see the relation here. And I'm with you. I've also lacked to see the relation in the beginning of my entrepreneurship. But here's the thing. If you do not shepherd your home, chances are that after a while, resentment and bitterness will settle into um, your home and into your marriage. Let me give you some real life example here, which happened in my life, right? So that you can see that you're not alone on this. Um, other people are struggling with this too. Okay, so here's the thing. Yes, I have the support of my spouse 100%. I still have it. And I'm really grateful for that. So um, we had some tough conversations, but he has been on my side uh, very quickly. And he still is on my side and he will always be. This is my belief. But I have failed in the beginning to really realize that I also need to shepherd the home. So, for example... I used to take out um, time to work on my business all day. And then what happened is, of course, I had to eat. 
and I left the dishes in the sink. Now that was okay for a few days, for a few weeks, but after a while I started to notice that yeah, it was also hard for my spouse, right? Because he came home also after a, a very hard day. And what he would have to do is to go straight to the kitchen to make sure that everything is clean. And then on top of that, I would also give him 10 tasks to do because I was too tired to do it. Like, can you hang up the clothes? Can, can you please take Adriel out for a walk? Can you please get... Um, I don't know what from from the from the gross or do some groceries or this and that and can you please make dinner because I'm too tired and yes he used to put up with that all of that and even more but I could see that somehow it was taking a toll on our relationship over time there was some resentment and bitterness about that and the bitterness reflected upon the business right so sometimes we would just get into arguments over, over little things because we were both tired. But then I also noticed that this can't be it, right? I mean, to be honest, is it fair? Is it fair that he has to do everything just because I'm doing or trying to build up a business? Um, and I wasn't really thinking about his needs. And after some time, I realized that I need to also have a serving attitude. You know, and one thing of of really or one big thing which helped me in this regard was to stick to my cut off time. So I have set for myself a serious cut off time and I'm not going to go overboard with it because if I do, I know that I will be too tired to work out. I'll be too tired to to play with my kid. I'll be too tired to do anything around the house. And so um, yeah, and I also committed to doing the dishes in the cracks of the day whenever it was possible. And that was such a huge relief for our marriage. It, it, really, was a, it really was a marriage saver, I would say. Um, I know this sounds like I'm exaggerating, but I'm not. And here's the thing, you know, I think the most important thing to remember is not to take your spouse for granted. And of course, it's nice when they do all these things, but remember that you have a role also to play in your house. And the fact that you have a season of, of stressful period, that might be okay. And it might be okay that the both of you agree that your spouse takes the, the, the major chunk of the things around the house that need to get done. But at the end of the day, you also have to make sure that your spouse as well, because that's your responsibility too. It's a bit like, you know, if you had employees in your business, wouldn't you make sure that they still have the energy left to have a work-life balance? And in the same way, you also have to make sure that you get your work-life balance, but your spouse as well gets their work-life balance. So, these are the three things I want to share with you. If you feel your spouse is standing in the way, consider these three things and find out if things are not going to change. First of all, don't expect an immediate yes. Give them time to think about it, to ask their questions, validate their questions, be really interested to know what they have to say. Allow time for, for money talk. Do the math you need to do, but also not just for your own business, but also for your, you know, 
uh, home economics, I would say, to make sure that you have all you need, that you are able to pay your bills and whatnot. And thirdly, make sure that you also shepherd your home and do not just take your spouse for granted. So these are my tips. And I am sure that if you follow them, that things might get easier gradually. This is not like a process that will change your husband or your wife like within a second. Cut them some slack and just understand that you would also need the same time and the same consideration if it were the other way around. So I pray that God gives you wisdom to handle any confusion or misunderstanding in your relationship and that he might help you to have the right words, that he might give you the wisdom to go through any questions and that he will help you both to figure it out and to come together as one couple of one heart and one mind and unity and that you might just thrive in the business and that both of you might be able to enjoy the fruits of your business. So I pray this blessed you. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I offer coaching sessions and I'm really happy to look into your questions, be it how to get your spouse on board, um, how to do the math, how to go through um, your ideas or how to test them in the market. I'm all in. Just reach out to me. You will find my email address below in the description of this episode. It's support at moonshotentrepreneur.com. So, I pray you have a blessed week ahead and I can't wait to hear from you again over in the Facebook group. Bye, my friends, and stay wrapped up in Christ's love. Until next time. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I seriously am lit up every time I hear from you guys. So if this show has impacted your life in some way, just let me know about it. And here's the second thing you can do. Take a screenshot of this episode or of your review and go share it over on Facebook and tag me. God bless as you dare to make the change.